0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Leading at a Local Level with myself Tim and my good friend John. How are you this morning John? I'm all right thanks Tim. Yeah good to be here with you again. How are you? Oh well absolutely yes. You said the sun is shining where you are. The sun is not shining where I am. Yeah I said to close the
1: curtain because it's just blinding me so. Too much sun. Too much. Don't say there's too much sun.
0: (laughs) I'm currently trying to plan a uh, mission trip for uh for January, February, so I don't have to be in the country in the horrible, windy, rainy weather. So, um, you know, you know how much I love the rain and the wind, John, don't you? Absolutely. 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 Good. But John, we're we're continuing our season, aren't we, in People Wisdom. So this is number three. Um, And we've talked really about what People Wisdom is and what we think it is. And really, it's all about this whole idea, isn't it, about the disconnect. Uh, the disconnect between, uh, we've taught it, overcoming the disconnect. You can have a great leader who's a great guy or a great lady uh, who's a fantastic kind of person, high integrity. They've got some great ideas. They've got some real leadership skills, but there's a disconnect in the middle. And what we're trying to probe at is recognising that some of that disconnect is really about the subject of people wisdom, isn't it? About being wise about how we handle people. Uh, and so for us, people wisdom is its about uh I tell you what, i'll shove our little our little model up on the screen shall we oh, uh, yeah uh, and it's really about being god aware um you know aware of what god is doing in the situation it's being about self-aware of who we are about our strengths our weaknesses our our you know blind spots uh Valuing others, about encouraging other people, seeing what God is doing in them, trying to encourage that, hearing them, managing our own emotions, and being able to really get a feel for what the group is feeling or the the wider group of people at, at any one time, and so that's kind of the model. Uh, you know, that's what we think when we talk about people wisdom. That's what we mean. Um, and so today we've done got aware. We're going to move on to number two, uh, and number two is is what John? What is number
1: two? Today? It is self awareness. There you go. You've, I've got the right one. So <laughs> yeah,
0: I am obviously the most self-aware person ever. Uh, <laughs> tell me all about <laughs> self-awareness.
1: Well, look, I am still struggling to get my hair cut often enough. So my wife, so I think she wonders about my self-awareness um, in that sort of regard. But but basically, self-awareness is a, is the ability to to recognise and understand your your own emotions, like your your tendencies, your your thoughts your strengths your weaknesses and so on but it's not just about recognizing them so that's one step but it's actually then about being aware of the effect of those on other people yeah. um and self-aware people are typically sort of more open like to new experiences new ideas and have the sense of trying to learn from those experiences so the sort of question that i might ask you um you don't have to answer these tim is you know do you know what makes you makes you tick do you know what what triggers anger in you come on t- you, i'm sure you've got an example of what triggers anger in you tim
0: my children my children uh, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> um, my child is a feffer, you know like you're like nathan it's two minutes you've got to be out of the house in two minutes and then you don't <laughs> the that two minutes later he's done absolutely nothing um yes okay
1: yeah. oh yeah. well there you go you are it's a good for example, for but yeah it's, uh um, another thing is do, do you know how you learn best for example or um Here's another one for you, Tim. How do you react to pain? I hate pain. Joe, you know
0: I've realized actually I'm terrible with pain. My wife tells me that basically I'm terrible with any form of physical pain. I really am. Just yeah. not. It really
1: affects my ability to lead. <laughs> I'm basically <laughs> I'm basically a wuss. <laughs> And that's taken you time to work out, hasn't it? How much, no, I'm it, But it, so it does take time, doesn't it? Some things, these just take time. Over the course of our lives, we become aware of these things. So, so it's about awareness, but it's also about action. So a couple of silly examples there, but, but um, I wonder if you've been a bit more constructive with my questions. Tim, give us an example of how you have kind of become um, more self-aware in the last few years. So what I've realized, you said, what makes me tick. What makes me tick is challenge. So I realized
0: that money is not motivated for me. I always found this at work. Money doesn't motivate me. Uh, money's nice. Obviously, it's nice to have more money, yeah. but it just doesn't motivate me. Um, you know, even other what others think of me is not actually that important to me. What ma- what motivates me and what, what makes me tick is challenge. Yeah. Um, and so I am liable to get bored once the challenge goes out of something. And that was a massive revelation to me because I realized in my leadership, you do about being self-aware straight yeah. away, I am in uh, one of my weak leadership weaknesses is that if I'm not careful, I'll move on to a new thing or a new project because I'm bored because I lack challenge and I don't follow through enough on things. And rather than seeing a high level of impact um, on something which takes time, um, I give up uh, because I'm bored. Basically, I'll move on to the next thing once the initial Mm. fascination passes. So that to me has been a huge, huge revelation.
1: so so i'm assuming you've probably always been like that so it's not that your personality has changed so but you've become more aware of it so how has that revelation actually made a difference to you it's nice to know but how has it actually changed what you do so i've realized that yeah i need to be a bit more patient so i even have
0: in my to-do list remember a while ago we talked about to-do lists um, I have a, uh, a section in my to-do list now called Tim's Brand New Crazy Ideas. Um, and I put them there and I park them into that zone uh, yeah. because I'm aware that, you know, um, if I'm not careful, I'm just seeking a new challenge and something's new, exciting. Um, and so that I do that. But also one thing that I've realised is if I start to feel fed up, and often I do, and Helen and I, my wife, will often talk about this, we'll say, the problem is, is you're, you've got no challenge at the moment. There's nothing that's really new or mo- like mm-hmm. cycling or challenging. You need to go and find something that's going to mm-hmm. test you. I mean, a good example, right, is that, you know, I got really into cycling a few years ago. And like and we were we went and cycled across France and through to Belgium and did loads of these like really long distance rides. And, and I was really fit. And I was actually at, you know, at one point really quite relatively competitive. But at the moment the challenge has gone out of it now i can't be bothered to get on the bike at all do you know what I mean it's just it's awful when it comes to exercise um yeah. <laughs> just like uh, i need a challenge i'm not someone that can do <laughs> things like just consistently and so it, it and it's discipline i'm learning discipline you know yeah. which makes me a better leader
1: yeah that's really helpful Come on, what
0: that's really you? helpful
1: what well, about me? Well, yeah, I mean I I've 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 learned been learning a lot about myself. I mean, one thing for me is that I'm not a detail person. And again, that's something that you may think, Well, that's obvious, didn't you always know that about yourself? Well, yes, I did. But I think what was caught up around that was my idea of what I should be. And so I'd find myself getting very um frustrated when i can't sort of complete tasks like reading minutes or preparing in detail for podcasts things like that i just i'm so big picture that i find myself really frustrated but i volunteer to do things that i thought i should do those things i should do that job um, and sometimes i just need to do it and get on with it right so that there is some part of job that i like that but i find myself volunteering because i thought that's what a leader does or that's what a leader should do um, and then find myself just getting frustrated, being bogged down with detail. And so that doesn't mean that I avoid detail. It just means that I'm just aware that I need a certain mindset, at a certain time of the day where I'm quite good with detail, which is about five minutes <laughs> in the morning. Um, so just knowing kind of myself, my patterns has been really helpful. Knowing when I work best, that's been a huge revelation for me. So instead of spending, trying to set aside a whole day to do a project um let's say for example a whole day of like my dictations for my medical work or a whole day of writing a talk i now know that i'm best doing that in the morning so i do two mornings and then in the afternoons i'll do all my phone calls and emails because i so just things like that have helped me a huge
0: yeah, deal go God, sorry one thing i've no, found and it's just been my experience is 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 people the number of people that are not actually very self-aware um Um, a lot of people that are not very self-aware at all and they think they are they think they know themselves but then they do some of the things we're going to suggest later and it's like a brand it's like a revelation to them like wow i didn't realize i struggled with this stuff so much um or this was and and once you get a bit of self-awareness it does make you much more able to lead effectively
1: yeah yeah and, and it's ironic i mean some people you know listening watching might say know, yeah, hang on a minute you know we've talked previously in podcasts on this on this network i think it was one of the big chats about the gospel of self right yeah, yeah. and actually we need to be kind of rejecting this gospel of self which is self-centered and all about me and very introspective and just look up at god and yeah, i think yeah. it's just important that we just kind of acknowledge that um and say what we're not talking about you know we're not talking about a self-actualizing um kind of becoming our best selves kind of approach that's not what this is about the goal is of course to become more like christ to become a more christ-like leader and it's also not about self-indulgence again people like talking about themselves right Um, and it could become very self-indulgent so we need to weigh this up and that's why we've got our lovely model that we showed you um it needs to be weighed up alongside other kind of other things one of the key things being that we we put other people before us you know we, yeah. we, we value others more than ourselves um and it also doesn't replace knowing god um and i'm reassured that you know john calvin the great writer in in the Institutes, he said you know nearly all wisdom that we possess um consists of two parts it's the knowledge of god and it's the knowledge of ourselves mm-hmm. and actually which one informs the other he goes on to say is hard to tell but he says actually you know it's key to our pursuit of knowing god actually a sense of of knowing ourselves and we we know it don't we through scripture i'm not going to preach about it but i think we can see in scripture you know the idea of knowing which part of the body you are okay there's a degree of self-awareness if you're a finger just knowing that you're a finger and not a toe quite helpful right um you know understanding spiritual gifts that's what paul paul encourages us to
0: absolutely yeah some good examples there john yeah yeah
1: so I think um, that that's really important that we, we we reflect on that. You know, we're not supposed to be becoming completely otherworldly, not ourselves. We are called to flee from our sin and selfish desires, but actually, um, it's not all parts of our personality. The way God has shaped us yeah. and made us, and God has uniquely shaped and made us with different gifts, different strengths, um, and recognizing those and. Um, acknowledging those uh, in god's service is i think part of good stewardship of what god's given us so there you go try not to preach does that make some sense
0: oh john it does and i think what you know again i think we just we need to be cautious about overreacting either way about you know self because obviously you know what the world has tapped into is that you know the knowledge of self is know is a powerful thing um and they've gone too far the other way and they're they're you know you'd say people have pursued the knowledge of self rather than the knowledge of god but equally as you you know in the in the bible it does talk doesn't it about the knowledge you know there is a degree of knowledge of self you know we need to be aware of our own you know a wretched man i am as paul says you know he's self-aware of his own sinfulness his own failure you know he's aware of you know those things again i think you, you know you've got a couple of um you know, in your notes, you identified a couple of uh, proverbs, didn't you, John, um, that you thought?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh. like well, one of my favourite proverbs is the purposes of, of man, man's heart are like deep waters, but a man of discernment draws them out It's Proverbs 25. And um, yeah. yeah, we are like deep waters, which does mean that let's not, don't be depressed if you're thinking, oh, man, I'm not very self-aware. Our hearts are like deep waters. It does take time and a lot of sort of dredging sometimes to, to find what's what's going on. Um, and one, of the other, one of the other challenges with self-awareness
0: is it's not a one and done. So, yeah. you know, you are, you are changing, God is changing you, God is changing right. me, uh, my situation, my circumstances change. And so therefore, at times, I need to be aware, again, of, what, of how I've changed, I guess, and how the situation has changed me and what I'm aware. So often anger, for example, in, in pastoral ministry, anger, yeah. people have got problems with anger. It's a lack of self-awareness as you just identified it's a lack if they were more aware of what it was that that triggered that anger yeah they would be able to actually get a handle on it better it's no good just praying lord take away my anger i think you actually need to identify what's the cause of this anger you know if you've got men that are seeking affection in pornography for example you know what is it that causes yeah yeah what is it that's underneath that if you can't resolve that you're going to struggle to it's not just praying and hoping it's going to go away you, you've got to be aware i guess so yeah to me it's biblical it's, it's godly really
1: and we do it. The, the context of family—we're talking into a context where we're not just individuals alone with our little self-help, self-awareness books. Like this is in the context of doing life with with people. Yeah. And you, you look at being, being in a family. I think most most of us will have been either growing up in a family or a or parents or you know relatives of, of children. And actually, that's part of growing as a child. It's to yeah. actually start to understand yourself, to understand yeah. your strengths and your weaknesses. Um, it's yeah. a safe place we, 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 grow, do, that I mean, we yeah. do that a lot with our kids do you do i mean i guess you
0: do that with a lot of kids we identify you know like nathan nathan is you know my one of my boys he's a faffer you know like he's a, he's a bit of you know if you if you leave him to his own devices he'll faff around you know and it's it's making him aware that that's why he gets into trouble not trouble but why he gets himself yeah. under pressure because he's, he's a faffer you know um and uh you know and so helping him understand that It's important for him to grow through that how can you grow through something you don't understand you know so john how do we become more self-aware then go on oh sorry are you gonna
1: yeah no well i was just gonna say that it's just being patient as well sometimes that you know sometimes we just and these things happen stepwise you know a five-year-old child will be different place to a 12-year-old child and what they can learn so there, there is linking it back to that sense as christians we're saying ultimately saying to god look god i'm open to be more self-aware but i'm yes. also aware that if i'm alive at 80 or 90 years of age i'll probably still have a lot of growing to do so as you say yes. it's not not once and for all it's a so growing it's an openness to being a teachable person um, absolutely so yeah so how do we how do we grow more more self-aware well okay, i wonder if we can put up our uh, just a little table um which will describe if you're listening um which is the components of self-awareness and there's four of them and so one of them is the kind of the obvious one it's the it's in the open okay so I can see this this area I can see this strength or this weakness that I've got and others can see it as well um so I think that's probably probably quite obvious I won't give any examples there but in the open so that's the first one because that,
0: that's, that's generally, normally the most obvious one is people say and leaders say I'm bad at administration
1: <laughs> yeah that that's right another and everyone else around yeah. them says, Amen.
0: Yeah, and everyone else knows that you're bad at administration. And, yeah. and then, think, well, I'm self-aware because I know I'm not good at administration. It's like, yeah, but that's the easy part. Everyone yeah. knows you're bad at administration. Yeah. You know, it. You know, gone. Sorry. Yeah,
1: and we'll, and and that will link to what we talk about later on about being others-aware because actually the way the impact of that on other people, we can become yeah. so so comfortable with our self-awareness, like, oh yeah, I'm rubbish at this. But, but actually, we're still not seeing how it impacts other people. It becomes a joke, but for some people, it's not. So, yeah, you're right, in In the open. Secondly, um, blind spots. This is really interesting. So this is your blind spots. This is things that I can't see, but others can see. So plenty of other people can see it. So have you got any examples, Tim, of where you can anonymize them if you like, but of where somebody's been kind of really not self-aware, but other people have seen it?
0: i don't have any blind spots john
1: just oh.
0: I'm, I'm truly i've reached a point of true self-awareness
1: <laughs> um
0: yeah I, th- I think kind of i mean one i mean just talking just i mean you know i mean, i like to be honest and open um i'd, I'd say that like particularly say it just very simply in the context of our marriage often it's my wife that yeah. will identify your your you know you're on the limit you're on the edge and i'm not seeing it i'm like, i'm fine i'm fine i'm you know she's like yeah, but you're short with the kids you're you know you're up and down you're kind of you know you, you you're shorter tempered or whatever and, and it's like oh, i can't see that and i and so i need that i think in terms of leadership I, I think one of the leaders that i worked in in a school context she had a bit of a wild temper um and she would kind of lose she and, and what she would see she would understand she got stressed but she just could not realize the impact that basically she was intimidating and she didn't realize that she was very intimidating to be around because she was volatile and unpredictable yeah. and she didn't realize that she was volatile and unpredictable and so it just it made it very difficult for people to work yeah. for her um because she i mean you would think you'd be able to see that but she she just couldn't or she didn't certainly acknowledge it. She didn't she yeah. was just volatile and, and and she couldn't see that she was volatile, but everybody else could and everybody else felt it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and so what we're saying is that's really helpful because the solution is is, is lies in other people. So yeah. other people will reveal your blind spots because just by definition, we're not gonna find them ourselves. But but we can start to ask questions. So it, it might be you might be thinking, listen to this thinking, oh I'm not sure what our blind spots are. Sometimes just analysing have repeated things happen have i noticed that i seem to be getting the same result over the years i've really people have walked out from my team for example the the question then is maybe there's a blind spot and what we need to do is as we've dealt with in another episode is actually through relationship through trusted feedback and input as you say like might be from your spouse or from someone who who's close to you to say you know would you be vulnerable enough to say would you be willing to help me identify a blind spot here
0: yeah and i think one another blind spot i think i've noticed with a lot of leaders is their ability to dominate a conversation yeah um so to dominate a conversation i think um and what happens when you're dominating they don't realize they're dominating the conversation i know that i do it and i can't see it because i'm enthusiastic i'm passionate you know we use the phrase passionate um we say you know they're You know, I feel, you know, feel strongly the Lord's given me this, you know, this thing to do and actually other people are not engaging with that because they feel dominated. They feel like you're just pushing this on me. I can't see that, you know. Um, So I think that's a really big one. You know, we're going to talk about voices later, aren't we? But it's just, it's just sometimes your voice is not just talking about your vocal voice, but your presence, the way you communicate, you know, switches people off and you don't see it.
1: Yeah, and I think it's the thing that, and again, I hopefully says with humility, knowing that I'm, I'm, I've been a victim of this as well. But but when you see people going around with big blind spots, and and you see it harming their leadership, or you see it harming themselves yeah. and other people, it, I, I find it really sad. And it's one of the things that I think, as we've been talking about this series, has excited me most and motivates me most, and gets me really quite genuinely quite passionate about this because. It is just devastating, really, sometimes yeah. the impacts of blind spots. Um, and over years, and it's really sad when people, they've been leading for a long time and no one's had the nerve to say it to them. And it becomes harder and harder, doesn't it, to say, and yeah. probably harder and harder to receive. If someone tells you for the last 20 years, this is how you've come across, yeah. well, part of me will be quite angry. i would be like, well, why didn't you tell me before? Yeah. Oh, because we were too, you know, probably oftentimes it's because we were too scared to. Because we were too worried about how you might react and so we need to be thinking about that if someone points us out something in their feedback are we ready and it comes back to our security is not it as we talked about last episode are we ready to receive that and asking god to help us to be ready to receive something that may actually wound us and make it hard to hear yeah so blind spots we could talk for our ages about that but we won't hidden spots so this is the things that i can see but others can't see um, and so this is the the, the be, being a, we're, we're maybe aware of ourselves be aware of oh, oh and oftentimes it's sin it's it's things that we feel ashamed about it's um things in secret so for, for leaders that might we've mentioned pornography um yes. might be might be eating um, in secret you name it lots of things that actually we're aware of but no one else knows about and the solution to that is is confession mm. that that's going to come from us to to reveal
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I think also there's a there's a you know there's a a a big component of leadership whether you protect yourself um Mm -hmm. rightly so obviously you've talked about a couple of you know more kind of negative examples things like kind of overeating or kind of doing things that are kind of harmful in the in the private Mm -hmm. place but there's also I think a responsibility to allow others to see things, you know, there are things that are going on. So if you're feeling under pressure, for example, you know, it's letting someone else see that, you know, it's not just um, confessing the negative, it's also allowing other people to see that. And maybe it's just allowing other people to see your thought process. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm a very external processor, as many people that work with me will know. Um, Again, I talk about being self aware, I didn't realise that again, for ages that I would process externally, uh, and people would think they'd go like, right, okay, Tim's gonna do this, we're doing this. And I was like, no, 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 I'm just talking about it. And I've become aware that that, that happens. So yeah. what I do now is I now sort of will put a sort of a, a kind of a, a line under what I say, which is, this is just in the idea phase, don't do anything about this. Like, I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah. Um, but, but I realise for some leaders, they're the opposite, and all of their thinking goes on in their head or yeah. in very small, tight groups of people. And then they come and present a complete solution. Um, and it's like realizing that actually, like there's a whole part of self-awareness that's saying, I, I need you to see my process. I need you to understand yeah. my my thoughts and, and right. to be, not just to be hidden, but to, to open up a bit more. And then I can, because then as a person, you talk about, you know, being people wise, there are many people that want to be part of the process. And if you, yeah hide that from them you're excluding them you're not being wise in how you handle it because they want to know what's they want to know that you've come on this journey and they want to walk with you over the last kind of month of thinking this through whereas when you present it as a you know here it is they're like oh well
1: i'm yeah
0: yeah, i don't feel connected to this so yeah yeah
1: hugely hugely helpful you're absolutely right and and that just illustrates the idea of self-awareness not just being about what we understand about ourselves but actually then how our how our how how we impact other people exactly. um and action taking an action yeah. so that's great and then last of all is the it's the unknown spots and these are the things that i can't see and others can't see um and, and these are things that we we we, we may not know for a long time or we may know in 10 years time we think goodness me you know i wasn't even aware of that and so those are things that we through experience often over time um through god revealing things to us through through other people as well at times but the unknown spots become become smaller if you like in our lives that would be the hope
0: and i think that's why when we talk about being god aware john you know yeah. is that again this isn't just a self-reflective process but it's sort of just i mean was it psalm 139 that says doesn't it search me oh god yeah show um, showing if there's any kind of is it wicked yeah. way in me i think you know and it's yeah. like really sort of is that that is you know the psalmist being you know allowing god to make himself aware really yeah. um so you see it right there don't you and i think you know we can't stress and strain about that but we can just easy you know just
1: allow god to you know, and others to speak absolutely absolutely great so I mean, in terms of just as we kind of close really practically um just thinking through some ways that we can become um more self-aware and i think the, probably the fundamental thing and we keep saying this all the way through is it it can come through being on our own and, and sort of praying and reflecting but often it comes as we're in community as we rub up against others that that's the yeah. arena in which you know and it can be really uncomfortable at times where self-awareness can actually grow but in, again in a safe environment where we, we know and, and love one another um, respect one another that, that can very much be the case and so there's some things that we found help wasn't it Tim so um, yeah. one of them is personality tests which is I'm sure some of you listening thinking Ah, oh, here we go um, which personality test is going to tell me um, everything I need to know about myself um, and the reality is that none of them will tell you everything They'll many of them will try and sort of put you in some kind of box or um yeah. some people think oh it'll to tell me if i'm a leader or not but it, it doesn't it's just going to explain actually who, a, bit, a bit a bit more about who we are but they're like pieces of a jigsaw and so if we kind of put too much emphasis on any single one of them we'll either be dominated by this one or we'll, it'll become self-fulfilling prophecies about who we are um yeah. but I, I found them i don't know about you tim i found some particularly to be really helpful
0: yeah absolutely and i think um I mean, I I mean, both of you and I have done a great number, actually, and I think my encouragement to you is don't worry too much about which of these personality assessments you do. You know, some of them are really accurate. Some of them are slightly less accurate. Um, I did one that's really expensive that got paid for me for an organisation I was working with called the Insights. Um, and that was absolutely like it was like reading a book into your life it was really like powerful and Helen, Helen did it with her she worked for the NHS and she got she had to do it for, for one of her jobs and she then brought hers home and was like oh look at this and it was like and we realized that we're basically terribly incompatible we're like the most opposite <laughs> um, and so much of our conflicts happen um, but yeah I think there's loads I mean yeah. which ones would you recommend John which ones do you particularly like
1: uh, well, I, I particularly like Five Voices. So that, that's that's a free assessment. You can do that um, at Five Voices um, dot com. It's numerical five is on the screen. I I, f- I find that absolutely brilliant, and that really just looks at um, your your dominant voice. It says that everyone has different voices. So, for example, a pioneer voice, a nurturer voice, a connector yeah. voice. Um, everyone has everyone can use all of those voices, but we tend to kind of sp- speak more with one more than the other a bit like we can all use our right and our left hand but you know i'm right hand dominant and that's what i'll I'll tend to go to some voices are louder than others some are quieter but the the general principle why i love it is it's because it's saying we need to learn to value and appreciate all the voices and i'm one of the loud voices i'm kind of one of these creative pioneer people who you know can be quite arrogant at times think that you know i've got the vision i'm the best person to you know speak the vision to other people because i'll inspire people and um you know i get fr- can get frustrated at the the guardian type people who ask questions and want to do the detail and ask if we've got the budget for it but like, what, what are We you we talk about budget we just need to do it yeah. um but i found it incredibly helpful not just for me and understanding my kind of tendencies but when i've actually then reflected on some other people on my team who yeah who are different to me but i tell you what they're just as valuable and it's it's totally accelerated for me my appreciation of others on a team and seeing where i fit in it and just i hope having a bit more humility about who i am so that i love that test
0: yeah yeah so the one that i enjoy the one that i like this is paid um this is called workinggenius.com um a guy called patrick lencioni and his team and um uh, you know again i think I, I think I paid about 15 pounds or something to do it which yeah. to be honest was a, for me was a good investment in yeah. understanding some things about myself um, uh, i think this one's really yeah it's, it's, it was just very powerful there's six different things that you are and i was actually slightly surprised by what i was and there's a whole lot of podcasts that they've done that kind of tie up with that that you can find for free that explain it if you don't do the assessment you can just look up the the stuff but Again, I don't think it really matters, John, which one you do. Um, I mean, we've got one that we'll talk about in the next one about being others aware around called, I think it's called True Colours, which is free and we'll happily send you that. Um, We just found it. I think a friend of mine called Brad found it a few years ago and found it helpful. Um, But I would encourage you, if you haven't done any of these, do some. You know, if you want to know, you know, just get in touch uh, just comment below and we'll send you some of these things, you know, some other ones that we found helpful. But I think, you know, as you say, John, it simply, you know, being, th- these things will reach reveal things about yourself that you weren't aware of. Yeah. I mean, you and can the, do the Belbin test, Myers-Briggs is another one you yeah. can do, You've done Myers-Briggs.
1: I suppose whatever you do, like it Open. I, I did last night with some of my leaders, we did five voices, but I was clear to say to them, this isn't, this isn't about doing five voices and working out who you are. It's giving us an excuse to have a conversation. about how we lead and how we develop others and how we become aware of you know our strengths and our weaknesses and it was a great discussion we didn't do too much detail on who was what actually we just talked about it was a great model just a way just to kind of conversation to flow from so yeah questionnaires really uh, you know personality tests really really sort of helpful on that front a second thing in terms of developing self-awareness we've alluded to it already is to ask trusted friends um go back to our episode on um on feedback um the you know the question one of my favorite questions to ask others which is a vulnerable question as well is what's it like to be on the other side of me and that's sometimes not just about the very practical things like oh you send too many emails or whatever it might be another comment it might be like john you know you're you're always just so lively and full of life and whatever happens you're just you're at the same level you're just so you're just enthusiastic all the time but actually there are times when i'm struggling or we're struggling and it feels like you don't kind of seem to recognize that yeah so it might be a tonal thing how how you come across um and and having other people being free to speak to you about that is is a very wonderful thing it's a very scary thing though honestly i mean
0: it is a very i mean i think again i'm an external processor i'm very to be honest truthfully quite secure uh you know in in myself in the lord um and i think you know i've got a lot of friends who i think you know we've loved over the years like you and i have loved to kind of talk and analyze one another and so i think we we've done a lot of that but it's really scary for some people yeah yeah really really scary like to sit and do that with someone that's why sometimes again maybe doing a personality test with a friend right do one of these tests with a friend even if you're not doing it as an organization do five voices and have a conversation about it and say do you Mm -hmm. think that this makes sense does that does that resonate with you um you know and that maybe be the basis of a conversation um with people but you know do it with your spouse if you're married you know like that's a powerful conversation to have with your wife you know realizing how you communicate and how she communicates i mean so often so many marriage problems could be resolved by people doing some of these these kind of things so yeah absolutely you have the courage to ask people john isn't it
1: yeah and you're right about the security thing and i think that comes down to and so often is having an environment in which we are like we're affirmative and encourage and encourages i think that that provides um Yeah, an environment where, you know, maybe in a church, for example, where we appreciate people for who they are and how God's yeah. made them to be, and, exactly. we're, and we're quick to do that, and that we're not—it doesn't just stay silent until we sort of say, "Well, let's have a discussion about strengths and weaknesses." Or oh, by the way, you could do this better. I yeah. mean, that's like a dagger to the heart. But if it's in the context of, I know that this person or this group of people—they—they they love me and I'm oh, I'm, I'm appreciated. So. But I think just for us all to be upfront and say that we all have weaknesses. But actually, some of us will be, as you say, more comfortable talking about them than others is really important. And so we'll come on to that in future episodes about how we sort of gauging, other, you know, being aware of others and where they're at and what they yeah. might be able to cope. I think a third sort of thing we sort of suggest is um, it's just almost more personally, keeping a keeping a journal. Um uh, might be you just decide to discuss with others instead, but sometimes just logging how things have played out. And I found that quite helpful, okay, today, what happened? oh this happened i had a bit of an argument with somebody at work hang on a minute i'm sure i've kind of made a note of this same thing happening over the last year um let's go back and have a look so sometimes just identify be able to identify those patterns and to reflect on mistakes um just personally is something i've found helpful keeping keeping a journal of you know some some parts of my day highlights lowlights and so on
0: yeah Yep. Yeah
1: yeah, that's, uh, yeah.
0: I, i'm terrible at doing anything on a daily basis so um <laughs> yeah. apart from maybe reading and praying but the um so keeping a daily journal is uh, is a challenge yeah. for me but yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: well that's fair enough and it's different things for different So some for some people they'll say yeah i journal anyway but that's that's fine i could do that i could incorporate it and some of you would just have never done it and think crazy idea but the point is there's no one way but there are there are a number and anything else you'd add tim as we probably i think, I think the point about journal is how are you self-reflecting So I
0: journal through talking to my friends, honestly. So I I spend a lot of time. My kids always say you spend loads of time on the phone, and I do. I like it. I like being on the phone, and then and I talk to you, talk to my friend Pat, my brother Mark, my dad, or you know maybe John or Daniel and Elton. You know some of the guys that I'm friends with. You know and like, you know, and I I just and I like often those conversations are very self-reflective. You know what happened? What do we think? You know, so it's culture that we have. We're always kind of. I do it verbally because I do most things verbally. So, um, you know, if you know, whereas again, if you're, if you're an introvert and a thinker, then yeah, definitely journals are probably very helpful for you. Mm. Um, So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Great. Well, I think I think we're doing well for time. Just to say that if you, you know, have a look at some of the questions, we'll put some of this together, um, worth just reflecting on some questions that we're sending out for each episode, hopefully it will just help develop your thinking as Tim said, you do do get in touch we can um, send anything on your way in the process.
0: And I think I think it's fair to say as well, like one of the things that we're very happy to do, John and I, we said this before, if you want to just have a chat to us, you know, one of us just, you know, get in touch and have a phone call about some of these, you know, you think I don't, you know, I'm maybe not self aware, what should I do? Can I have some help, you know, then, you know, probably not going to be inundated john with with requests but you know yeah we're really happy i mean honestly we do say that you know very happy to have a phone call or a conversation you know we just you know we're not just banging this stuff out because we like talking to each other and you know making fancy graphics we're doing it because we want to help people and equip the church want to you know really help equip you that you might go on and lead effectively where you are and the kingdom of god may expand and so um, you know anything we can do to help, we'd love to just sit and chat yeah. with you and have a coffee if you're local to us or, or whatever. So um, we we actually enjoy that, don't we, John? It's like,
1: absolutely. It's one of our favourite things to do. Absolutely.
0: Good. All right. I think that that ties us up for self self awareness, is not it? So um, good. We look forward to the next one. We're going to be looking at valuing others. How do we take all of this information that we've developed about ourselves and make it compatible with others? So um, That's right. until next time, John.
1: Yep. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.